Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. I'm James Neal. Start on this. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith, Jar Kara. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley Army back barring in. Save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions, North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. The Edmonton Oilers clinch the playoff spot. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 When there's nothing here except my piano I'd almost give my hands to make you see my way Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you. This is Oilers Now. Absolute heartbreak, relatively speaking, last night for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. If you're listening to this show, it's called Oilers Now. You're probably either an Oilers fan or a fan of the NHL. Some of you actually listen to the show, don't like the Edmonton Oilers, which always I find kind of interesting, but we try to make a compelling show either way. We work in the toy department of life. Um, life is not necessarily a morality play all the time uh, when it comes to sports. Sometimes there are bigger things going on out there, like as we've all learned over the course of the last 14 months. Complete recap coming up of last night's 
It's, hey, if you're an Oilers fan, it was a heartbreaker. No other way to say it. Team blows a 4-1 lead in the final nine minutes of the game. Uh, we'll have a complete audio recap coming up. Some comments from Oilers head coach Dave Tippett, as well as Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And an interesting quote from Dave Tippett today about where maybe this team is at. Uh, John Shannon, NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling at 1235. Rob Brown. Uh, from the Oilers Radio Network at 105 in Almay, who himself can uh, relate to dealing with some uh, uh, challenging times, to say the least, over the last 15 months or so. Uh, Almay, who watched his Washington Capitals last night get eliminated by the Boston Bruins. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. When the province returns to action, so too will the River Cree Resort and Casino excitement bet on it. So you can text us on that one. Uh, the uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line, update those old floors with... One colored engineered hardwood for just twenty uh, two ninety nine a square foot. Head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more details. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. You can tweet Brendan Escott, who's normally back in the studio. Today it's Cody Jansen, uh, and Cody Jansen is at Janner, J-A-N-N-E-R, 31. Must have been a goaltender back in the day. Attempted to. Attempted to, yeah. Well, I attempted to be a uh, a lazy uh, left shooting right wing occasionally as well. Uh, to our top story for legacy heating and cooling, get your AC today with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. It is what it is. It's no use crying about it the next day. You got to come back and uh, be ready to go. Um, and Oilers fans have watched situations like this before. They've known disappointment and they've known the exhilaration and the elation of victory as well. If you follow this team and maybe if you're a little bit younger, you haven't had quite those up times, but I mean, I think all the way back to 1982 against the LA Kings, uh, on the heels of the Oilers stunning the Montreal Canadiens in the 1981 playoffs, taking the New York Islanders to six games in round number two that year. Uh, the Oilers taking a quantum step forward and then losing to Los Angeles in five and 82. I remember game three and I had a conversation today with uh, a Hall of Fame uh, member of the Edmonton Oilers. Guy was truly a great player back in the day. And, uh, Somewhat similar sequence to what happened last night. Scenario where, man, oh, man. You know, the Oilers are playing the L.A. Kings in uh, game number three in Los Angeles. The owner of the Kings had already split. And that was Jack Kent Cook. He called the night with the Oilers up 5 nothing. The Kings got back in the game. And then uh, people forget this, but Gary Unger took a major penalty for slashing with five minutes left in the game. And then the Kings scored with five seconds left to tie it. Gary Unger, one of the favorite players of uh, Glenn Sather. Those two had a connection for a long, uh, long time. Kings ended up winning in overtime on a shot off a face-off loss. Oh, man, the parallels. That was in 1982. Of course, in 86, the Oilers losing seven on the Steve Smith bank shot in off of Grand Fear. Of course, Edmonton did win the Stanley Cup in 84-85, did win in 87-88. Steve Smith, a huge part of things in 88 and again in 1990 when he shut down Cam Neely. In 06, the Oilers had no business getting past Detroit. At least that's what everybody said, except they did, because that's hockey. That's sport. You know, one team wins, one team loses. Last year against Chicago, nine deflection goals in a four-game series. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl combined for eight goals in four games. Oilers don't get it done. 
against Winnipeg. The Oilers have had a lot of the territorial play. Did not happen. Up 4-1. Josh Archibald penalty. Boom. Away we go. Different game. Edmonton now down three games to nothing. Uh, that is our top story. Game four goes tonight. We go to the Oilers now. Audio Vault. Brought to you daily by Direct Workwear. Supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. You may not want to hear the next two minutes and 15 seconds. It might hurt too much. But remember, at the end of the day, as frustrating as it is, sometimes there are bigger things in life. Here's Jack Michaels with the call. Edmonton, Winnipeg from Bell MTS Place. And with the opening faceoff won by Drysaddle, Edmonton immediately goes on the attack. Cuckoo, rebound, Drysaddle tucks it home. And Edmonton has the all-important first goal of Game 3. Side of the net, quick jam play, save made, rebound, Drysaddle, score. 2-0 Edmonton, Drysaddle's got two. Drysaddle centers, Cassian shoots and scores. And Edmonton right back in front by a deuce. Shot, score. Adam Larson has it tipped in by Jujar Kara, and it's 4-1 Edmonton. You just have to roll them over. You manage the puck well. You can just roll all four lines over here in the last 10 minutes. Don't give up any odd man breaks. Nothing cheap. You don't need to add to the lead. You're up by three. Manage the puck and keep the minutes now for Connor and Leon here down the stretch. And Archibald threw a knee in the direction he better of hope, Stanley. He better hope that's not a major penalty. It won't be. It'll just be a minor. Dubois, one-timer save made by Smith. Rebound chipped home. And the Jets may not be done yet. Well, it was a selfish penalty by the Edmonton Oilers. Josh Archibald, I mean, you're up by three goals. He goes in and basically retaliates after getting a solid slash from Logan Stanley. He clips Stanley on the plate. Ethan Bear tried to make the defensive play. Jackie swatted the puck into his own net. One-timer save. Rebound score. Blake Wheeler has just cut it to 4-3. Morrissey just set up one goal for the tie. He scores through Mike Smith. And we are tied at four. The Jets, a stunning comeback. And Edmonton's 4-1 lead has completely evaporated. That's why you can't give them freebies. And the Oilers gave them a free power play. And now they're total control of the game, and they've lost it. We're set for overtime in game three of this best-of-seven first-round series. I'm off the draw. Rich shot score. Winnipeg has won game three, five to four in overtime. It's Nick Ehlers right off the draw, top right corner. Jets lead the series three games to none. All right, so the situation was what it was. Uh, here's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett postgame on the hard lesson and the bad penalty. Well, when you look at it, winning is hard, and, and there's painful lessons that you learn. You need to learn to uh, win. And like you say, we were pretty good at it all year, but tonight we, we learned some hard lessons on what not to do to win in the playoffs. The two power play goals were both critical mistakes by us. One, the penalty came after. We didn't get a puck in deep, and the Archibald penalty was just a poor penalty to take, and it gave them some life. Parts of the game that we liked, we did, and then there's parts of it that uh, those are hard lessons to learn. All right. 
So, yeah, bad penalty, no question. 4-2 at that point. A lot of people question why Dave Tippett didn't take a timeout at 4-3. Uh, there's tremendous passion in uh, oil country, to say the least. Lots of evaluation going on uh, last night and today. A lot of real emotional responses last night. I'll get to a couple of those in a second. Uh, Dave Tippett had this to say post-game on not taking the timeout after the Jets made it 4-3. We had uh, next whistle was a timeout coming on a TV timeout, so we went to the we went to that line and uh, they're reliable guys. After the first uh, the the second goal, we were we were good on the bench, and then we uh, we gave up the uh, the third one. Guys, they were, all the talk was the right way, but then we go out and it was 5:56, I think it was. We had a TV timeout. If it wasn't a goal, we'd have a TV timeout coming. You know, you're three minutes in between goals. You have a chance to regroup, and then we gave up the next one before that. So, and like I say, all all trouble that we brought on ourselves. Self-induced, according to Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. Connor McDavid post-game uh, had these comments on the Oilers blowing the three-goal lead. It's it's obviously unfortunate. You know, we've dug ourselves a you know a really big hole, but you know, take it one game at a time. That's all we can do at this point. We're not going to roll over and play dead on these guys. I mean, we we, we got to find a way to uh, to get a win tomorrow night, and uh, and we'll take it from there. Meanwhile, Leon Drysettle scored two goals and three points. Drysettle in his NHL career now has 10 goals and 25 points in 20 playoff games. He had this to say on the Oilers uh, scoring and needing to be better defensively. Yeah, I mean, four, four goals in a playoff game should be enough uh, to win the game, right? So um, that's that's not an issue to, to score goals. Uh, we know how to do it. We've done it all year. Um, it's on the other side of the puck. Um, where we, we obviously have to figure it out. There you go. Uh, that is uh, Leon Dreisaitl. So, I mean, it's... Uh, Wow, could you have imagined social media back in 1982 when the Oilers uh, lost uh, to the Kings? Uh, 1986 against the uh, Calgary Flames on the bank shot by Steve Smith. Uh, because it was out there last night. I mean, I saw a guy out of Toronto last night sit there and say, Connor McDavid's going to demand a trade for sure now. I guess if I grew up in Toronto and I uh, hadn't watched my team win a playoff series since Austin Matthews was age six, uh, and never in my lifetime, because this guy's like 44, 45, never in my lifetime watched the, the uh, Leafs even play a, a Stanley Cup final game. And who knows? They might get there this year. Maybe this is the year Toronto does. I guess I would uh, to hop on Twitter and uh, and jump aboard and pound away. But, um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, other people have empathy for that position, the situation. Totally understand the frustration from fans out there. you got to find a way to win that game. There's, there's no other way to quit. The Oilers did a lot of good things last night. They had strong territorial play uh, in large stretches. They had a chance for that game to go away. I think that's what frustrated me a bit is the Jets were looking like in the final, with about 10 minutes left in the game, the Jets were looking like they were just going to roll the lines over as well because we knew that game four was going to be tonight. 7.45, by the way, Mountain Standard Time, Edmonton Time. And then Josh Archibald. He got high-sticked on the uh, Kara goal. They didn't blow it down, and the Oilers got the goal on the deflection that made it 4-1. And then uh, I think a couple shifts later, Stanley pinched him on the wall in the uh, D zone and uh, got a solid uh, shot in on him. And then Josh Archibald, who's uh, been a very effective, he's been the Oilers' best bottom six player this year. Effective penalty killer, brings it every game, plays like a little ball of hate out there. And he low-bridged Logan Stanley and got himself a, uh, a minor penalty. And the Jets' ears perked up. 
and they got going. And it was the type of play that sometimes um, riles up opposition teams. And if you've listened to the show for the last several days, we've said the Winnipeg Jets are an emotional team. The Oilers tend to play a little bit more even keeled. And so for those of you right now that are texting us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line and saying, you know, look, there's something wrong here. Uh, there's inexperience. And to put things in perspective, with Archibald coming out, I don't know who's going in. I don't know if it's going to be Terrace or Chase on that goes in. But the Winnipeg Jets have 536 games of experience at forward. The Oilers uh, dressed the lineup last night that had under 125 games of playoff experience. The Jets have four times the amount of experience handling those situations. And uh, there, there's, there's no excuse for blowing that lead. But you also can't have to. You can't sit there and have an attitude like you're going to wallow in self pity. You got to find a way to gut through it. Uh, Dave uh, Tippett was asked a question today about the Oilers grieving. He had first of all, I, first of all, I, first of all, I don't know. You grieve when somebody passes away. We lost a hockey game, so we're not we're not grieving on anybody. We're we're pissed off that we lost, and we got to get back on the horse and get going here. So you. If you feel sorry for yourself, or you're going to wallow around for a few days, then we're then we're going to be in trouble. If we get back on the horse and get out there and get to work, and do some of the same things that we did last night, well, take some of those the situations where we kind of beat ourselves, then uh, then we're, we'll be fine. We'll have a chance to win. Most of that game, we played well. We played well, really well. Even in the third period, we we doubled the chances, scoring chances they had in the third period. We took a poor penalty. Didn't get it killed and had a couple turnovers, and uh, didn't get it cleaned up for the for the rest of our group. So it's uh, that's on us. But we can go back and play well again, and there's no reason why we can't play well and win. Just go out there and play. Just press it. See what you got. See what happens. I mean, Connor Hellebuck was unbeatable for the first two games. You score four goals against Hellebuck, you got to find a way to win the game. The Oilers didn't. They didn't close it out. Um. I would suggest to you that Edmonton's a team that uh, was ready to play. They got off to a slow start this year, three and six, but for two consecutive seasons, the Oilers have basically been a second place in their division type of team that's played well against, uh, made sure they didn't uh, drop a lot of games against not very good teams. Um, they've had the two best offensive players in the world deliver in the, over the course of the last couple seasons. They've been terrific on the power play, 2% better than anybody else, and they win games in three-on-three in overtime. In the playoffs, you need a deeper team, and you're not playing 15, you know, 15 of the 31 teams have been eliminated. The best 16 teams are left, and sometimes that depth gets exposed a bit, and sometimes experience gets exposed a bit. So no one's happy that Edmonton's down 3 nothing. Maybe, and, and again, any anything can happen in a series. History would suggest it's highly unlikely that Edmonton rebounds from 3 nothing down. It's only happened four other times. 1942, the Leafs rallied from 3 nothing down against Detroit. 1975, and I remember this one, uh, the New York Islanders rallied against the Pittsburgh Penguins down 3 nothing. That was the year Chico Resch was kissing the goalposts because he got a little bit of help there. The... Uh, the Flyers stunned the Bruins, rallying from 3 nothing down in 2010. The Bruins, Flyers ended up losing the Stanley Cup final to Chicago in six. The next year, Boston won the Stanley Cup. And in 2014, the LA Kings rallied from 3 nothing down to the San Jose Sharks. 
I'm sure our texter, S.J. Sharkey, or whatever his name is, that texts us on a daily basis about why we don't talk more about the San Jose Sharks remembers that one. That was a bitter pill for Todd McClellan, I can tell you that. Uh, and, and for the boys in my uh, daughter's school, you still owe her on that bet that year. That was the year that Tori took uh, L.A. and gave the guys the field. They all laughed at her, and then they were all just absolutely belittling her after uh, San Jose built up 3 nothing lead, and then L.A. came back, won that series, and went on, won the Stanley Cup. And a couple of them have not paid. And I will hunt you down. I will find you. And it won't be good. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Anyhow, look, anything can happen. Just go up and play, man. Just go up and play. Be frustrated. Be exasperated. Uh, that's how it rolls. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. And, uh, you know, really interesting comments from Dave Tippett about what grieving is. Sometimes you never really know what people are going through. All right. Uh, Bob Stoffer again with Cody Jansen today. When we come back in three minutes' time, we'll get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers now. I could see either James Neal or Alex, or sorry, I could see either uh, Alex Jason or potentially Kyle Turris because the Oilers got crushed. Uh, they lost 39 and 62 faceoffs yesterday. Maybe Turris is an option at some point here. Uh, we go to our North 49 lineup report. For North 49 Home Inspections, professional and thorough home inspections for the Edmonton Oilers uh, and the Edmonton area. Uh, professional, thorough home inspections for the Edmonton area. Here we go. Uh, Mike Smith starts in goal. He'll face Connor Hellebuck. Again, Archibald suspended. Not sure who goes in yet. I expect the D to be the same. Uh, I have no clue on the forwards. If they decide to mix and match a little bit, the Jets are pretty much going to go with the same team. Off to NHL today. It is for Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. And back in the 630 Chad Studios, he's got a minute. Here's Cody Jansen. Well, a quick update there on Josh Archibald. Got a one-game suspension for clipping Winnipeg's Logan Stanley last night. Colorado forward Nazem Kondry, he's appealing his eight-game suspension. we got five games in the NHL schedule tonight. It's going to be great. Leafs, Habs at five. Isles, Pens as well. They're tied at two apiece. Tampa looking to close out Florida in front of 14,000 fans in Sunrise. Oilers need to win in Winnipeg at 7.45. Late one sees Minnesota look to extend their season in Vegas at 8.30. And in the American League, it's Game 3, Bakersfield, San Diego at 7 o'clock. All right, there we go. Uh, yeah, Bakersfield winning Seth Griffith, scoring in overtime yesterday. John Shannon's coming down the pipe, our NHL insider at 1, uh, 12.35 today. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Devin Horn. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.